Social Media Serenity Podcast Episode Number 43. Entertaining, educational, and encouraging content that makes a difference. This is GSPN.TV. Join the community. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to another episode of Social Media Serenity. My name is Cliff Ravenscraft. And my name's Eric Fisher. We're here today to talk about, oh, I don't know, Twitter contest spam, uh, profile pics, how to get the perfect one, and, well, actually a whole lot more. Eric, I always get in trouble whenever I use the word spam as it relates to what other people choose to do in their social networks. Loaded word. Loaded word indeed. Hey, we do have a full packed show of things to talk about. Of course, that's only be that's only after we hand selected just the few items that we could possibly fit in today. I, I tell you what, ever since I had my got my iPad and started, you know, using my Google Reader all the time, uh I there's just a plethora of things to always talk about on this show, my friend. Yeah, I I'll typically go through my RSS reader about three or four times in a day and I'll star stuff to then retweet later and comment on and then save out the best for the show. So absolutely only uh, the best, only the best here at social media serenity. And we want to say thank you to each and every one of you for tuning in each week. And of course, for telling all your friends to go to social media It's a true blessing to be for sure. All right. So uh, let's see here. The first story of the day We'll start off with the idea of advertising and Twitter. Did you read the story that Twitter is actually going to ban in-stream advertising from third-party uh, developers? I saw that. It's interesting. So basically, it says here that Twitter just announced that it will soon update its terms of service for developers and prohibit these third-party uh, advertising networks and developers from inserting advertisements into a user's stream. This could mean the end of a number of third-party advertising networks like Adly or 140 Proof, uh, both of which created their businesses around in-stream advertising. According to Twitter, Twitter's COO, Dick Costello, the company decided to take its step in order to preserve the unique user experience Twitter has created and ensure a long-term health and value of the platform. What do you think about this? Or to clear out the other ads that are not promoted tweets. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> Which is the way I read it. <laughs> is that the way you read it? I do. I, I mean, if, if Twitter is doing their own ad stuff and they're working on that, why are they going to let somebody else insert ads into the stream? I think so. I, I, th- I think the concern here is that, you know, they don't want Twitter to just be a place where, you know, it, it's just all advertising. Um, sort of like, well, television these days. Right. You know, it, 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 it's gotten to the point today where television is, you know, less valuable to us because of how much advertisement you have to put up with to even enjoy a little bit of content. And of course, new technologies were found to, you know, to come out. I wonder though, do you think this is the best decision to, I mean, to, to kill this or, or, you know, what about the fact that wouldn't it be possible for other services to develop technology to kind of filter out advertisements? I think so. Um, and, and gosh, there's a couple ways I could go here. Um, what it doesn't say is that if you yourself are a 
Twitter user and you want to tweet out an ad for something that you can't do that. It doesn't say that. Um, so if you are a an organization and your Twitter account shoots out a an ad for something, it's still fair game. Yeah, th- right? absolutely. It sounds like that's still fair game. Um, yeah, I don't know. It's... I think what this is doing is there are there are businesses that have cropped up that are that exist for no other reason than to insert advertisements automatically for mm-hmm. users of Twitter. So, for example, I could get let's just say I don't I've never used any of these services, but I could sign up for a let's say a hypothetical service that would pay me five cents for every time. I allow them to post a message in my Twitter stream on my behalf. So I go in, give them my username, or actually I use OpenAuth, and give them access. And then I say, listen, every five hours, I want you to put an ad into my into my stream. You'll give me five cents for each time you do it. Or actually, let's say you give me a dollar for each time you do it. And and that 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 will actually have a clickable... Uh, trackable link that you put in there and every time one of my followers clicks on that link you give me let's say five cents so so yeah. those those kind of services are out there and 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 there's some potential for twitter users who have you know a, a lot of users and you have a good deal of influence to to kind of cash in on something like that Mm-hmm. Well, and I actually partake in one of those services. It's called sponsored tweets, mm-hmm. and you don't have to do every ad. What you do is you get an offer, and you can look at the offer, see if it's something you want to tweet out or not, and then at that point you decide. Yeah, I, I think I'll I'll fashion a tweet for this ad and put the link in, and I'll hashtag it ad for ad, and I've gotten. I'm up to about 15 bucks so far over the past like month or so just doing that occasionally. I won't do every single offer, but I will do here and there. I'll do one. Right. So it sounds to me like this could be a potential where a service like that might be shut down. No, actually, though, you're doing this in a way that you're doing the I'm, ad. Yeah, I'm, I'm, partic- I'm partaking in doing it. I'm not letting it be automated. So it doesn't sound like the, to me that this is going to affect that particular program. Yeah, I think that's different. Now, I would question personally, I would question the, you know, the value in making, you know, 15 bucks of, you know, of putting that in there when when you consider the potential of what that might do for those who follow you as far as as whether or not they continue to follow you or make a decision to leave and go some, you know, and follow some other folks that don't put those advertisements in there. Mm-hmm. And I think that's that kind of ties into our discussion later about con- Twitter contests spam. Right. Well, I I I I think you're absolutely right. Uh, just to to wrap this story up and move into that, um, I, I think you're absolutely right. This is in response to the fact that they are going to be doing quote unquote promoted tweets or you know tw- Twitter official advertisements, um, and 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 this is to keep it from overwhelming Twitter streams with. Not only their ads, but also everybody else's ads. Right. Um, and of course, what it does not address is what we were just talking about, is the fact that you and I can do anything we want with our Twitter streams. We can advertise or promote promote whatever we particularly want, as long as it, 
it, we're not allowing a third party developer to automatically do that on our behalf. Yeah. So with that being said, I want to let you know that the first thing I did this morning was I signed into my Twitter account and I was looking through, you know, I woke up this morning. I've actually done this every morning. Uh, I wake up and I kind of just browse through my Twitter stream. And and to be honest with you, I actually stick with just, you know, in the morning, I just check out the plus members uh, that I know that are on Twitter. And so I actually follow through and I'll read through each and every one of those. And I will tell you what, I'm actually, I'll just tell you that I am pretty darn tired of seeing cure your pound insomnia for <laughs> dollar sign point zero nine nine. So 99 cents when a 32 gig iPod touch HTTP colon slash www.pziz.com slash win because, well, several of my friends, one of whom shall be remain unnamed. Uh, actually, all of them will be remain <laughs> unnamed unless one. I'll- I'll offer my name. All right. So there you go. So you happen to be one of the one of the several f- folks that I follow that are promoting this. So here's here's what I did is I looked. Now, you are not the person in this example. This person probably uh, will pick up on who they are uh, if they listen to this podcast, which I'm sure they will. And I, again, I won't I, say the name. I picked up on it. All right. So basically, if you go to somebody's tr- uh, Twitter profile page, that's like if you go to twitter.com slash gspn, you will see the f- the most recent 20 tweets or 20 status updates. All right. So that's that's by default. That's what's going to happen. I have one particular friend this morning that I was sitting there looking through these things and I just like see this thing, this little, you know, cure your insomnia advertisement for Paziz over and over and over and over again in this in my Twitter stream. I mean, I, I I have effectively been spammed. Now, I I don't think that these people did it intentionally, including yourself, but it it had the same effect of me opening my email and all of a sudden having a bunch of unwanted, you know, emails at advertising a certain service. So, or a certain pill that will enlarge certain members of your body. So, I mean, it's, 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 I liken it to something like that because it's just, you're being hit with that same message over and over again. But I have this one friend, I actually clicked on his uh, profile and in the last 20 tweets, he had three of those. He had three of those in the last 20 message updates that he sent. That's 15% of his tweets are advertisements for one service. So I don't know. I, I, I'm, here's the deal. Eric, there's not a chance in the world that I'm going to unfollow you. There's not a chance in the world that I'm going to unfollow this other friend that I'm talking about where 15% of his tweets are, are advertisements for somebody else's services. Now, here's the situation, though. If it wasn't you, if it wasn't Daniel, but if it was somebody that I just you know, I knew and I found interesting, but I don't have that close personal face-to-face relationship with, I guarantee I, I'm unfollowing in a, in a heartbeat. You know, if, if two out of 20, if 10, if, if 10, 5, 10 or 15% of your tweets are an advertisement over and over again, I would, I would unfollow. So I don't know. What do you, what are you, what are your thoughts on this? Now, obviously you have an invested interest because it, it totally paid off for you recently. So tell right. us what your thoughts are and, and, and tell us how it paid off for you. 
Okay. Well, here's the deal. In in regards to this contest in particular, I was going at it with the understanding that, wait a sec, I already won a contest through Twitter, and this is the first time I've actually been able to announce it. Um, there was a boxcar, which is, is an iPhone app that we will be talking about probably in the next week or so when the iPad version of it comes out and I have my iPad that I won from this contest. Um, yeah, I retweeted to win and I won. Now, the strategy I used to avoid seemingly spamming people, and, and I think what was genius about their contest was one tweet a day would enter you in. And it didn't matter when that tweet was, so I tweeted it in the middle of the night when everybody that would have been, um, it was one tweet only, and it was at a point in time where people are going to most likely not even see it anyway. Right. So I kind of thought, well, that's great. But then it's like, oh my gosh, it actually works. What else can I win? Right. And and I'm trying not to be that way with it, but um, I saw this one, the win a 32 gig iPod Touch, and I'm like, all right, you know, one tweet. It's again, it's a one tweet a day thing. So I, that's how I'm doing it. I'm doing one tweet a day, kind of in the middle of the night, um, using your reference of the Twitter.com front page where you've got your 20 tweets there. I went to check to see if this was me you were talking about, <laughs> and, it, and it wasn't. I know it's not. But it could have been, and I'm like, well, let me make sure. So I counted through, and I'm like, okay, there's 20 tweets, and one of them is this one. So it's Al not me. Although I will tell you this, because I looked at yours as well, and I clicked the more button, and the very first tweet on the more, your 21st tweet, was another one. Was, really? Was, yes, because it, it, yeah. it was 20 hours prior to that. So, so I mean, it's still... You know, that's yeah. that's still about 10% so, of your tweets if you consider how many times you tweet per day. Yeah, and 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 that's kind of the thing I keep in mind when doing these is the ratio. Mm -hmm. Make it very slim to where if you're doing something that the people that see it would think, okay, that's interesting, maybe I'll do it. But if not, that they will feel free to pass it by without consequence and you've got enough other great stuff coming through, whether it's conversational or or informational and interesting that uh, they don't mind it, but that you're, you're aware of what you're doing, you know? Right. But, but here, okay. So a couple things, number and, and number one, so here, here's what I'm going to say is that the idea, and by the way, the friend of mine who set this up and he's got it, um, three of them within the last 20 tweets are this advertisement. Uh, I want to say to this person, I won't say his name, but I'm sure he knows who he is by now. And by the way, I can tell by the fact that I actually did a little bit of looking back into his timeline because this person, I see a lot of these things come up. Well, this person must be using the quote unquote tweet later, you know, the scheduled tweets functionality. Mm -hmm. And I think that you said you're tweeting in the middle of the night. Obviously, you right. must be doing the same thing. Well, I happen to know this friend of mine has multiple Twitter accounts and he must have thought that he was setting up that to go out on his different accounts. Well, the particular account that I actually do follow and and was, you know, there were two tweets at 2 a.m. back to back, where oh. which are the same advertisement. Yeah. And so that's how he got two in the last 20 in the last 20 tweets instead of or that's how he got three in the last 20 tweets instead of two. So the situation there is that uh, this friend of mine, if you've got your scheduled tweets, you need to cancel one of those. Otherwise, every morning at 2 a.m., you're sending that same advertisement out twice in your same Twitter feed. But that's only if you care about it. 
But here's the situation. You think that, you know, scheduling this for two o'clock in the morning, that may not be that big of a deal because nobody's ever going to really see that. Well, that's what you did, but that I did. (laughs) And I saw it every single time you said it because I, I opened it up and I looked the most recent 100 tweets from people who are in a, in a defined list. So Mm -hmm. because I have you on a list now, now I also have a list for co-hosts. All right. And it's a, it's a private list. So it's not out there in the, or it might, I don't know if it's private or public, but anyway, I have a lot of private lists and some of these lists only have four or five people in them. And it's like, man, I really want to find out what's going on with this group of people. And then all of a sudden I see, I see the most recent 100 tweets with a group of only five people. And then all of a sudden you look at that and you and a couple other people are in there. And all I see is a, I mean, it's like every, every 10th or every 13th tweet is an advertisement for a contest. And that reduces, I think the, 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 I I don't know. In my mind, it kind of reduces the desire to go and follow conversation when you get hit by the same ad over and over again, and especially when it's word for word exactly the same. Does that yeah. make sense? Oh, yeah. So I, I don't know. I, but anyway, I, I bring that up. I, I Of course, I, I'm not complaining. Well, yeah, I am. I'm complaining. But, but, <laughs> but the, okay, so I am. But the thing is, though, is, is I just want people out there, if you're participating in these, number one, is it a requirement that if you're doing cure your insomnia for 99 cents, win a 32, does it have to be word for word that exact way? Can you not mix it up and say it in a different way and just have a link or uh, is the, is it the hashtag that gets you in there? I mean, I, I'm, I'm wondering if you're going to participate these in these, if it doesn't make sense to kind of switch it up a bit so Shake that it, it up, doesn't. Yeah. But but even then, the, you know, here's the other thing. James is in the chat room, and one of the things he wrote in here, he says, I only want ads for services that you provide because that's, and he goes, because I follow you. Um, and so um, I, I don't know. I, I, I think that, okay, Twitter has always been valuable for sharing information. And there's certainly, I have no problem at all sharing affiliate links to certain products and services. Now, what I would do, and I think what makes more things more exciting, and by the way, I want to tell you how uh, with one tweet, with one tweet, how I earned more than $400 off of one tweet. I created a video. I went to, I went to Best Buy, bought a Kodak ZI8 uh, digital camera. I got that camera, came home, was so excited about it because it was the first handheld digital video recorder uh, that was under $200 and had an audio input jack. For somebody uh-huh. like me, that is out of this world awesome. And yeah. of course, there are a ton of people who follow me who also would think this is awesome. So I recorded a video, talked all about it, raved about it, and I created that as a YouTube video or a Vimeo video. I can't remember which. And I embedded it as a blog post on my website. And in that website, I made it very clear that if you click on the Kodak ZI8 link, that that was an affiliate link that I would get credit if you bought that camera from Amazon through my link. And then I put some kind of really... Uh, sticky kind of um, tweet out there saying, hey, you know, oh my gosh, this has to be the single best video HD pocket camera 
for any content producer. Click here. And that wasn't a link straight to Amazon. It was a link to my blog where they got to see a video. They got to see a demonstration. They got to hear me not only do that video, but some text underneath. And it says, hey, if you decide you want to buy this, if you think this is cool, click here's where you can buy it. And by the way, that's my affiliate link. I'll earn uh, you know, a commission if you purchase it through my link above. Over $400 off of that one tweet. So there are, I think, better ways that we can use our Twitter to to actually sell things and earn money, uh, and and I just I just you know obviously I think you were it's kind of like that lottery lottery winner you actually right. did, you won something huge so tell them what you won yeah. oh yeah I won an iPad like a, 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 the device that would have been super awesome to have been affordable to buy but I even if I could have afforded it probably wouldn't have bought just because. I still see it as a a want instead of a need, but I'm telling you right now, I'm already, I've already committed to uh, one of my Twitter followers. He says, um, can you commit to writing once a week about how, when you get your iPad, how it changes, how you, it changes your use of it and all that week by week. And I'm like, I'll do that. I'll commit to that. Um, but yeah, I won it. I mean, the the odds were pretty good, and I saw that from the start. And then I became a finalist, one of the seven finalists. And then I was notified I won, and I've actually got the email in my Gmail account with the uh, that was forwarded to me with the the order number and everything. I mean, it's been ordered, and I'm just waiting for it to come now. So that I mean, I, I'm very happy for you, and 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 I am yeah. like I said, there there's not a chance in the world that I would unfollow you or this other friend. I mean, there's not a chance in the world, and and I'm not upset. It's just that it 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 just came to me. It's like, man, I, I was looking through, and by the way, I'm using TweetDeck on my 27 inch iMac, mm-hmm. and so has got to be awesome. It, it it is really cool. So space number three is is now TweetDeck. Of course, I don't have it running now because it you know I have it set to set those little noises every time a at reply comes in. But anyway, um, <clears throat> excuse me. So you know, with a 27 inch real estate. I can see a lot of messages in that column and that's what, and it's like, I just looked at it. It's like, man, it's like, you know, pizzizz, 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 pizzizz. It's like, oh goodness. Yeah. Well, you pick, you, you did your best to curate a list and then you got a bunch of stuff in there that wasn't necessarily pertinent to you. So yeah, it was kind of, I don't want to say defeating, but it was kind of anticlimactic or, or whatever you want to, whatever word you want to use. Right. And of course, some people will say, well, gosh, Cliff, now that you're using TweetDeck, you can go in and you can filter things out. And I'm like, yeah, that's great. Except for if I, for example, I'm not using TweetDeck and instead go into Hootsuite, which doesn't make all the noises during mm-hmm. the day when I'm recording. And I still am seeing all of those things. I, I, I don't mean to be a Debbie Downer or anything like that. And just to complain, I just want... Those of you who are listening to this podcast, if you're thinking about starting some of these, you know, win an iPad, win an iPod, iPod touch, I I think, you know, number one, weigh what weigh the odds of you possibly winning and and think about that and 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 think about your followers, because what's the real value here? And I think what I think that what the really I think what the real value here is having a, a a relationship of trust with those who you connect with in your social media circle, especially for those of us who are doing this in an area of, of promoting a business, product, or service. 
you know, let's not take a. Uh, yikes! That's str- I hate these strong words in these topics. But <laughs> let, by golly, I'll take a stance and say, don't take advantage of the of the people that you have influence with. Um, and, and and this goes way back. I talked about this on podcast answer man you know and this is the whole thing about affiliate marketing do you do you want to say in your podcast do you want to start giving away advertising to affiliate marketing in your podcast you know it's it's a great way i can earn 50 bucks i'm like well 50 bucks how long over the course of the of the month it's like okay well you know hey in a in a heartbeat i can make 200 dollars with a single episode there but but i would never be able to generate 200 dollars uh, for a single episode, if I were giving away advertising for free, and you got to imagine, it's like, well, for each person that purchases that affiliate product, how much money are you receiving? You know, if it's if you get two hundred dollars for every time somebody purchases, absolutely go for it. If you're getting, you know, two dollars for each time they use your your GoDaddy promo code, uh, you got to ask yourself, is it worth calling in the favor? And that's that that's kind of what I'm thinking here. It's like. You know, we we want to promote things that are interesting. We want to promote things that are of value, that things that we give. And I think that these advertisements and stuff like this for contest are what we can get from our followers. And so the question is, is what we what we're potentially going to get worth calling in the favors? Does that make sense? Oh yeah, definitely. And let me tie it into the whole Crush It book, which we talked about on here a while ago. Um, and even to your VA podcast, you went out with a purpose. You said, I'm going to create this specific content. I'm going to market it as such. And then I know of a specific revenue stream for that specific content. And you went and you found a specific sponsor for that specific podcast. And you spent the time on that instead of nickel and diming retweeting stuff. Right. And I think for me in general, or for me specifically, but for other people in general who want to, and this ties into social media because there is that big question, how do you monetize or how do you promote something without being overkill? That, I mean, it really does tie into that question is if you are create, if you are somebody who's not just using Twitter as a chat, but you are using it to build your brand personality as well as share your personality with your followers and, and give and take and back and forth, then you don't want to you don't want to seemingly cheapen it with just retweet on retweet however i'll say this this uh cure your insomnia mm-hmm. this uh Paziz, uh app i've actually used it before so what i should have done was i have it i ha- i should have retweeted or, or wrote it different where i said um i have used Paziz to cure my insomnia in the past you should try it out, and if that's if you're having issues with that, try it out, and leave the pertinent retweet information in there, and still limit it to the most. If it, if it's worth being involved in the contest, if the odds are even possible, right? So, yeah, absolutely, absolutely. And and if you know if it would have had a person, now the thing is, is now you just for the very first time you told me that you've used it. That's mm-hmm. the first. Right there, Eric, is the first time I even had an interest in even knowing what this is about. Because for me, 
I saw this tweet and be honest with you, without a personal recommendation from you that I have used this and this is a great application, I immediately saw it's a 99 cent app. I have no idea what it's like and it is spamming my Twitter stream. You know what? If anything, I it's one thing to not know about a, a product, but I will tell you without your personal endorsement and recommendation, I would actually be as a as a standard Twitter follower, I would if if I ever actually came across a good marketing feature of this product in iTunes, I would be opposed to even checking it out because I would feel that they have um what's they have violated my my personal space in my social network. Does that make mm-hmm. sense? I feel like I feel like pazizz.com slash win or whatever this this I feel like they have degraded my experience in connecting with my friends. And so I am I am actually one step more opposed to ever using that application. You've got a bias now. It, that's it. I, I am biased against it because of their marketing technique. Which is the exact opposite effect they want. Exactly. Well, that's so, the, the well. The thing is, is this is well, the, you know the name, but you don't have a positive attached to that name in your mind. However vague it may be, you have a neg, a slightly, at least a slight negative attachment, and that's not good. Right. Well, exactly. And here's the other thing: is that this is the old marketing. This is what we call interruption mm-hmm. marketing. They're interrupting now. Are they going to get more people to buy that app as a result of using this marketing platform? Yes. The law of numbers work out in the favor that if they can get people retweeting this, then then sure, it, some people are going to check it out. But what they are doing is they are interrupting us and they are putting that negative bias against the product in the minds of those who are going to be flooded in their inbox. And and here's the other thing we talked about lists, but don't don't forget about this that th- there are people who follow you and I'm not just talking about you Eric, there are people who follow me, there are people who follow all of us out there who believe it or not, they only follow 10 or 15 people total on Twitter. Yeah. And 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 so if if they're only following you and nine other people, and every 10 or 20 tweets are an advertisement for a contest, then that's what their Twitter experience is overall. And so anyway. I, yeah. And and that, that even speaks into how often are you tweeting in a day? Are you tweeting, you know, once an hour? Are you tweeting once every five hours? You don't want to, you know, same thing applies to, to uh, Facebook where it's like, well, I'm only friends with, 10 family members, but every single tweet I send out, I I send to Facebook. So then they, at Facebook, (laughs) they're like, you're always on Facebook. What are you doing? And uh, Uh. the the one thing I can say is also I really love, I mean, aside from winning an iPad from Boxcar, Uh I am a Boxcar user through and through. I know know you are too. And uh, so are a couple other people that were wanting, were hoping to win. And truthfully, if I didn't win, I wanted some of them to win too. But the, the great thing they did was they just did a hashtag so even if you didn't have to tweet out a link, you didn't even have to tweet out about Boxcar at all, but you could attach that hashtag and still have it count as an entry. Yes. Which I know is, isn't that great. I mean, it, for me, it, it degrades the spam quotient in the tweet. But even more importantly, I tweeted out every tweet that I did with Boxcar, unless I was playing around with one of the other two people that were 
we were joking around and we'd insert boxcar every other word for a tweet back and forth just to be funny. Right. But um, I would write, I love boxcar. It's got great instant push notifications for your iPhone and soon your iPad. You should check it out. And I wouldn't give a link or anything. Well, sometimes I would, but they got straight up promotional out of me and it was heartfelt on my on my part so and, and i saw those and because they weren't word for word exactly the same not just in your right. tweets but with everybody else who is in my timeline who is also participating in the contest i mean i'm not kidding you i, I my my twitter <laughs> stream this morning was all this contest i'm like seriously dudes i had to tell you there's a lot of people in this contest and only one of you can win is it really worth filling up all of our timelines with this ah anyway so would you ever do one of these contests if you could figure out a way to do it the right way? Yeah, Something mean, similar to the boxcar like, one, maybe? You mean like give away the, the you know, me being a contest runner, uh, running a contest? Yeah. Uh, you know, I, I would, ha- I, I, I've learned in business to never say the word never. Mm-hmm. But right now, I don't think I can see a potential place where I'd want to use Twitter as a platform for a contest. Um, I, I think there are other ways of doing contests. Um, yeah, I, I don't, definitely not a retweet. Definitely not yeah. a, you have to tweet this particular phrase with this particular link. I, I, do, I do actually want to say that, you know, uh, congrats and, and, and hats off to Boxcar for just allowing anybody who puts the hashtag back Boxcar to be participating or to be entered into the winning. I, I don't mind that at all. Yeah, And by the way, I have offered him, because we talked about it, um, I have offered him to uh, come on the show or at least be interviewed outside of the show and then played in the show to promote the to promote Boxcar. But just, it's a great app and they are coming out with an iPad version and it, it really is. I, I'll say this, I'll be sitting at work, I'll have my iPhone ding that I got to mention yep. before TweetDeck ever shows it. Yeah, absolutely. Insane. Super fast. So yeah. there you go. Love Boxcar. I do love Boxcar. Thanks for the iPad. <laughs> there you go. I do love Boxcar. And and I have no problem with bringing Boxcar into into the show and talking about them because they're, they, are a, they are a product and service that is relevant to our audience. And it's one that you and I both use and mm-hmm. one that you and I both loved even before you even had the inkling of winning a, an iPad. Yeah. So absolutely. Absolutely. All right. So anyway, that that's our that's that's the little rant there. Um, so that's the show. And uh, oh, <laughs> yeah. Actually, there's a little bit more here. Believe it or not. Okay. Uh, the next thing we want to do. Oh, tell us about Looped. What's going? I haven't heard about Looped ever since like back in the early days of iPhone applications, and I think they were f- featured prominently on a Sprint commercial. Yes. They well looped predates Foursquare and all those other squares and fake square and whatever. And uh, they looped ha- was it's, it's essentially still a, a location based app. Um, and what they're coming out with is something called Loop Looped Star. It's L O O P T, and uh, the app is called Looped Star. And what it is is you know how like at a shopping uh, like a like a like Gap or Target or uh, your local grocery store, you they'll hey, have you signed up for our rewards card or you know things like that where you sign up and they give you the card and you keep it in your wallet and then when you you swipe it when you pay and you get a certain amount off or you rack up points or that kind of a thing. What Looped Star is aiming to do is to basically be that loyalty card, but be it digitally 
for those locations that are that are near you. So you'll That's check nice. in at places. Yeah, it, it actually almost has more benefit to it, or may definitely have more benefit to it than the the we the war reward thing that uh, we <laughs> talked about last week, um, which I did try out and actually I think I'll keep using. Um, but looped. Looped star looks like to be something that's very cool. Like, for example, one of the things is like for Gap, if you check in uh, after your second check in to that store location and you can redeem it right then, you've got 25% off. Nice. Right then and there. So that's the benefit. That's the ben- those, those, those actual tangible benefits that I've been saying, look, this Foursquare stuff's great, and it's nice to have a game, but it amounts to nothing if it doesn't give me any real benefit. And, I mean, like with other social media, I have the benefit of a relationship with other people. But with Foursquare, it's like, hey, I'm here. Hey, I'm there. Hey, I'm, hey, I'm fake mayor of this place. And it doesn't get me anything. But with, like, the Weird and the uh, Looped Star, you actually get pretty cool discounts so and it, and you don't have to have that competition that competitive well I'm the mayor so I get the discount versus well I'm the mayor now so I get the everybody gets the discount like Oprah everybody so. gets the discount like Oprah I love that um that should be the title of the episode there you today go. <clears throat> so anyway the the one thing that I I think of when I, I think of this is a friend of mine Jonathan uh, down in Nashville, <clears throat> excuse me. Anyway, he showed me an application on his Android phone uh, where it's like the loyalty cards digitally, where you uh-huh. could actually go in and it has your, it, it'll pull up your barcode on the screen and you just hold it up to the scanner. Yeah. And if it, if this program had that functionality in it and more, I think that would be totally awesome. The, the one thing is, is I do have, I I have too many loyalty cards in my right in my um, repertoire, if you will, in my wallet. And it and it's kind of frustrating. It'd be nice to have that one program that has some of this, you know, location-based, you know, discounts on the fly kind of stuff built into it, but also would have the ability to have within the app the ability for you to actually scan a document and send it in so that your barcode is there. And, and just that way you could just take your phone and hold it up to all those scanners. Yeah. I, we're going that way. I mean, there's, there's Starbucks. Um, there's a car. There's an app for Starbucks cards that you can manage your card, but you can even pay with it. Where you hit a button, and then your barcode shows up on your iPhone, and you let them scan that, and it's as if they're scanning the card out of your wallet instead. So yeah, we're moving that way. This is a great step forward in what I think is a better use of these location-based apps. Very cool. All right. Um, let's see here. Let's. I'm looking at the stories. You know what we're gonna do? We're gonna we're gonna do next week. We'll cover the five uh, tips for creating the perfect profile picture. So we'll okay. we'll talk about that next week because I'm looking at our timing. Um, let's see here. We have uh, yeah. The rest of the stories I think we can cover real quick. Um, let's do. Twitter is testing out the you both follow feature. You want to tell us about that? All right. Well, it's very similar to the uh, friends in common Facebook thing, where you say you are you have friend these friends in common with this other person, and so like and, and which I use as a basis, by the way, for if somebody friends me 
or friend requests me on Facebook, it says, you know, three similar friends or six similar friends or one similar friend. I look to see who those people are because I don't let complete strangers just into my Facebook. Um, that's my, that's my particular choice. And I'll see that it's somebody who's a friend with just you or just you and somebody else or just two other people. And I'll say, Oh, okay. I can see that they know me through the web and I'm going to allow that. But I always check that first. Well, this is what Twitter's doing is it's essentially somebody could go out there and look at your Twitter profile and when they're logged into theirs and on their screen, they would see a you and this, you both follow and it'll give you a nice little row, little icons of all the people you both follow. Yep. As many, as little or as many as there are. And that's a great kind of a, almost an index to see, okay, what are their interests? Who do they follow also? And it kind of gives you, should I follow this person? I don't know. And so it's a really good kind of an indicator, I think. I, I, I really look forward to it. I like this. Um, the only thing is, is the the wording I think is a little off. Uh, it says because it's going to say you both follow, but the mm-hmm. thing is, oh wait, yeah, I, no, that actually does work. Never mind, I'm totally wrong. Because if it I'm doesn't... following and they're following, it doesn't matter if I've chosen to follow them yet or not. Right. Yeah. It doesn't have anything to do with. It, it has doesn't have anything to do with if you're both being followed by the same person right. or if you're even following each other, it's right. mutual mutual assent to follow whoever. So. Yeah, I like this. I like this a lot because so, I'll be able to go in and say, you know, it's like, who is this person that's following me? I click in, it's like, oh, well, we both like these 10 or 15 people. It's exactly. like, oh, well, then we're obviously like-minded. And so you see yeah. a bunch of GSPN people there. You're like, oh, he's part of the community or, or at it's, least is... On the fringe, so. Exactly. Very cool. I like this new yeah. feature. All right. Uh, we're going to skip the YouTube for now, and we'll come back to it. Um, Google way, or Google gives away Google Voice invites to college students. Did you see this story? I think so, yeah. So right now, if you go to google.com slash voice, I think it still takes a couple weeks for you to actually get approved for a Google Voice account. Um, but it, it, it's easier to get today than it has been in the past. Well, now it says, students, you can move to the head of the Google Voice class. Uh, Google celebrating the end of the school year with priority Google Voice invites for students. Now, anybody with a .edu email address can enter it into the Google Voice for Students page and get an invite within 24 hours. So there you go. There's a story. We'll put a link to that out there um, from, I believe that was from Mashable, so... That's a, that's a good deal for students and, and yeah, because I I mean you're 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 older than me and and when I was in college even cell phones hadn't hit the mainstream just yet and even then it was all about the calling card to talk to your parents or your yeah. girlfriend or whoever. So, dude, I, yeah. can you imagine if we would have had Google Voice back in the day? Serious? Well, to be able to dial in your number and then hit the the send out and then oh man, crazy. I, I know, I know. And of course, this isn't help. I got a Mac, but uh, um, Skype just finally let you yeah. do uh, Skype calls via 3G. I mean, this is amazing stuff these days. Yeah. Really cool. All right. Um, another story in here. Facebook privacy makes the cover of Time magazine. So uh, I'm just going to pull up that cover real quick here. Give me a second. Um I don't want to talk about Facebook privacy anymore, to be honest with you, for quite I some time. I don't care anymore. <laughs> uh, but uh, just just my opinion, Facebook's not a private place. 
uh, for anything. No. But anyway, Facebook privacy makes the cover, and it says, and how it's re- it says time, uh, Facebook, and how it's re- redefining privacy. And it says with nearly 500 million users, Facebook is connecting us in new and scary ways. So I mean, this this whole Facebook thing is is definitely a mainstream story. I think it was appropriate for us to spend as much time covering it as we did. And I think we've done as much as we need to do on Facebook privacy issues. And I'm more about uh, going into continuing the discussion of how it fits into our lives and its usefulness and all this other stuff. So very cool. I agree. All right. And I have one last story. Uh, YouTube launches Twitter like channel bulletins. Did you hear about this one? I did. I haven't read the story, Uh, but here's what it says. YouTube has launched a new feature that allows channel owners to send text messages and links to videos to the front page of their subscribers. Subscribers YouTube account. Uh, It's cool if logical uh, feature. It's a cool if logical feature to offer and one that could make visiting YouTube a lot more fun. Called channel bulletins, the feature is pretty simple, but I'm look, but I am looking forward to seeing little updates sent out between videos from people I subscribe to. Yes, I am. Okay, so he's asking the question: Am I interested in this? He says here in the article, and by the way, this is from Read, Read Write Web. It would be nice if YouTube allowed channel owners to pipe in RSS feed, maybe Twitter messages. Uh, the personal touch should be nice, though. Uh, if you're, if you aren't subscribed to any channels on YouTube, you'd be missing out on one of the best ways to experience the site. I'm subscribed to Steve Gilmore, breaking the news, uh, social data revolution and brand Brown man thinking hard among others would love to get your suggestions for video channels to subscribe to anyway. So it looks to me like this is a way now I haven't seen, is this active now? I'm not sure. Let me go to youtube.com. I'm subscribed to a few channels, but I don't know if any of the channels that I'm subscribed to would actually make use of that yet. And I don't see anything new when I go to my YouTube page. So, Oh wait, maybe is it, would it be at the top of my channel? Let me go to, let me go to my channel real quick. And yeah, still, still nothing there. That is one of those things that's kind of been like, well, Hey, I'm subscribed to your YouTube channel. Well, but what does that do for me? You know, it's one, been one of those things that's just kind of you can you can create a video, you can upload a video, you can have it be on YouTube, but then if you don't actually literally share it out of YouTube, it kind of just sits there. Well, that at least that's you, been that's been the partially history. my experience. Yeah, yeah, it's things have changed a lot there. In fact, Eric, I would encourage, and I and I'm doing this for all of my my clients and all of my listeners to Podcast Answer Man. Everybody ought to have a YouTube channel. Everybody and 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 you should and people should push subscriptions to their YouTube channel because there are a ton. Well, okay, there are millions of people out there who actually live and die by YouTube. I'm telling you, this is how they get a ton of their content. People who have no interest in podcasting at all uh, until they find out about your podcast as a result of finding out about you through your YouTube channel. It's huge. I've had a lot of new people follow me as a result of YouTube now with the little videos that I put together for my right. for my blog. And and so the thing is, though, and one of the things I noticed is I started subscribing to, I've got just a few people that I subscribe to. 
And I get an email once a week, and that email is an update of all the videos, just this little summary of all the videos that have been published within the past week from the people that I subscribe to. And it's one email, and it's and it includes all of those video updates. So it's kind of nice. So Yeah. So I would say there's a lot of value in creating a channel and in it and you know what certainly for me when I create a YouTube video I immediately take the embed code and bring it back to my website which is where majority of my audience sees it. But I'll tell you what there's an increasing number of people who are subscribing to youtube.com/cliffeotc. I wish I could change that by the way. But anyway, uh, there's there's an increasing number of people who are subscribed to that channel who are getting weekly emails and I'm included in that email whenever I do a YouTube update. Yeah, well, that you know what? That's one of the things we ought to talk about sometime in the future is just integrating YouTube into your overall social media presence. Absolutely, absolutely. Well, I'll tell you what, everybody. Thank you for subscribing to so 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 easy for me to say social media serenity. Ah, and thank you for telling all your friends about socialmediaserenity.com. Do you have questions, comments, feedback regarding anything we've covered here today? Give us a call, 859-795-4067. We want to hear from you. Again, the phone number, 859-795-4067. And by the way, if you're out there and you're using uh, one of these contests, hopefully you'll win like my good friend Eric Fisher who got the iPad from Boxcar. I think that's I still think that's totally cool and I'm very happy for you. I love it. Very cool. Anyway, we'll be back again next week everybody and until then, we ask you to join the community. Mm-hmm.